Hello and welcome to the Male Mental Health Podcast. The audience for this podcast is any man, but also for any woman or non-binary folk that wish to get a glimpse into the struggles of men. This podcast is intended to heal men so they may be more patient, kind, understanding, loving, forgiving, and nurturing. The tortured male is prone to anger, violence, and toxicity. Men are nearly three times as likely as women to become dependent on alcohol and frequent drug use. Nearly three quarters of adults who go missing each year are men. Men are one and a half times more likely to be the victim of a violent crime. Men are three and a half times more likely to commit suicide. It's time for that to change. I'm your host, Jordan Trubikoff. I've done everything from being a dishwasher to a successful entrepreneur. At the age of 16, I was admitted to the local psychiatric hospital and have suffered from clinically diagnosed mental illnesses my whole life. I've spent hundreds of hours in professional therapy, formal training in meditation, I've read dozens of self-help resources, and have tried just about every combination of medications out there. I want to stress that I am not a professional psychotherapist and can only share the research I do, the training I've received, and the lessons I've learned. If you are thinking of hurting yourself or others, turn off this podcast immediately and go and seek help. End of discussion. And even if you are perfectly happy and healthy, you should have a professional support system. Now let's get to the topic at hand this week, imposter syndrome. As always, let's start with a quote. I am not a writer. I've been fooling myself and other people. And that was a quote by John Steinbeck. And for those of you who don't know, John Steinbeck wrote Grapes of Wrath and uh, Of Mice and Men. He won a Pulitzer Prize. He graduated from Stanford. This only goes to show that even as accomplished as a man like Steinbeck was he still felt like he was pretending. Webster defines imposter syndrome as a psychological condition that is characterized by persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud despite the evidence of one's ongoing success. Which is to say, a self-inflicted figment of our egoic and overactive mind. Let's dive in by talking about first uh, the exact opposite of imposter syndrome. Let's talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect. Wikipedia explains the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias that people with a low ability at a task overestimate their own ability, and that people with high ability at a task underestimate their own ability. The page elaborates, the miscalibration of the incompetent stems from an error about themselves. Whereas the miscalibration of those highly competent stems from an error about others. I want to read that again. The miscalibration of the incompetent stems from an error about themselves. Whereas the miscalibration of those who are highly competent stems from an error about others. 
which is to say when you don't know shit about a subject, you lack an understanding of the true depth and breadth of said subject. And as an expert on a subject, you truly understand how much you have yet to learn. Socrates once wrote, the only true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. Unfortunately, the Dunning-Kruger effect is wildly dangerous, especially in the age of disinformation. I once had an electrician on a job site tell me that scientists and epidemiologists don't understand COVID like he does, and that I should do my own research. Which is to say, the eight years of medical school, decades of experience, and access to the most cutting-edge modern technology is inferior to his cousin that posted a meme on Facebook. The funny slash sad thing is, if a doctor were to tell this electrician how to do his job, the electrician would truly understand how wrong the doctor was just like the doctor would truly understand how wrong the electrician is. But they could never know why they were wrong unless, of course, they had as much experience as the person they are trying to prove wrong. Listen, civilizations were built on individuals being able to study a craft. We all benefit from others who have devoted their life to a craft. So, in summary, know-it-alls are typically the least informed on a topic and have not yet grasped how little they know. Because, well, how could they know? There's a pretty cool graph online, and if you just search for the Dunning-Kruger effect, it visually shows what it looks like and how it acts. It starts with this almost vertical incline where an individual feels... I know everything about this. Shortly thereafter, their overconfidence becomes this dramatic cliff that almost falls off the chart. Uh Uh-oh, this may be more complicated than I thought. Following this, and typically this is where people may become discouraged and quit saying, I'll never understand this. But after this recognition and with some persistence, the chart starts a very slow trend upward. The, I may be starting to understand this just a bit. And then after years and years and years of dedication, you'll reach a point that you'll say, trust me, I've put in the time. This craft is very complicated And I will always, always be a student of this craft. That's why doctors practice medicine. That's why lawyers have law practices. They know they don't know it all. And they continue to strive for the truth through rigorous research, peer review, and the willingness to learn. And that leads us into the next portion of this episode. Admitting that you don't know. Experts know they are not infallible. 
which is to say their hunger for more knowledge is insatiable. I know this confuses some folks, especially with COVID going on. Uh, Put a mask on, take a mask off, put a mask on. You know, which one is it? Science is built upon the principle of constantly trying to prove yourself wrong. So when more information comes up, you take it in, you analyze it, and then you move on it. And while you move on it, every single one of your other peers are looking at it and reviewing it and hoping you're wrong. Not so they can prove you wrong, but because there's been discovery and an expansion of the field. So how does this tie into imposter syndrome? Well, once you begin to understand your craft, you start to understand that maybe you may be an imposter, that you don't know it all. As such, what if you're lying to everyone? And most importantly, what if you've been lying to yourself? Now, these thoughts are, of course, an artifact of that parasitic, egoic passenger you carry in your head. It sows the seeds of fear and doubt. It doesn't even want you to try and be successful. So it feeds you bullshit information about how you are not good enough. That there are others that are far better than you. That you'll never reach that. That you are fake. And on and on and on. And as the saying goes, there will always be someone that is or will be better than you. This should be a freeing thought. It shows you that there is more to learn of your craft. The pressure is off. It's okay to feel competent because you grasp your ignorance. But that little bit of doubt cannot stop you from practicing your craft, from taking risks, getting it wrong, receiving feedback, and growing. Listen, I promise you this. If you are humble, if you are honest, if you are willing to learn, and you're not an arrogant asshat, the only people who think you are an imposter are going to be yourself and the people who want you to fail. They're called haters. <laughs> Cat William once said, if there's any haters in the room that doesn't have anyone to hate on, please hate on me. When you display those qualities, those who are better at the craft than you and have more wisdom of this craft will want to lift you up, will want to help you. They want you to continue to study the craft. They love it so much, they want the craft to grow and will nurture it and you. And that leads us into the next portion of this episode. Offer to teach or mentor someone in your craft. This is a truly humbling experience. You will learn more about yourself, about your craft, about your ignorance, and most importantly, how far you've come. 
seeing someone progress in a world that you are very experienced with and dare I say competent with is supremely fulfilling. And I promise you this. Your student will ask a question that you have never considered and or do not have the answer to. That's an amazing opportunity to learn more. It'll also show you that you have something to offer to your craft. You're not an imposter. You are nurturing and furthering what you have studied for so long. You know, I always thought one of the most beautiful aspects of getting like a master's or a doctorate, etc., is that at the end, you're required to write a thesis. No longer are you reading textbooks. You're contributing to your field. You're now helping write those textbooks. Oh, and I forgot to mention that author I first quoted, John Steinbeck, He won the Nobel Peace Prize. And in his acceptance speech for the Nobel Peace Prize, the dude said this. In my heart, there may be doubt that I deserve the Nobel Award over other men of letters whom I hold in respect and reverence. But there is no question of my pleasure and pride in receiving it for myself. Think about that. The first thing he says is, I'm a fake compared to everyone else, right? So to summarize everything, the moment you feel like you know it all, you don't know shit. The moment you understand how much you don't know, you can give up or push through. The moment you gain some confidence, you're starting to become competent. And the moment you feel like you're a fake, a fraud, and know nothing, people are most likely calling you an expert. They're paying you to deliver your craft, and you're being celebrated. You are not a fake. You are not a fraud. You are not an imposter. You are simply practicing your craft. Do not deny the world the gift of your persistence, your devotion, and wisdom by doubting yourself. And with that, I want to thank you all. Um, I recently did a survey in which I asked if folks would be interested in me being a life coach, and I got amazing feedback. So that's something I'm going to start building a curriculum on and implementing uh, at some point in the future. And then here comes the like, hit that subscribe button, notify bell button. (laughs) But please follow, like, and share this with others. Please engage and follow me on Instagram at male mental health space podcast. Spread any of the words that I've quoted or rambled on about with anyone that needs to hear it. All I can continue to do is put out the best content I can, but I I need your help to spread the word. This microphone can only get so loud. <laughs> I'll keep saying this. This is on us. 
Let's be the best soul, body, and mind we can be. Being a man comes second. Thank you.